Welcome, everybody, to another installment of Beer Freaks. Derek, what's up, man? What's up, Stu? Dude, you have done some work to your bar yet again. It looks like an alien world to me. It's what's always different. Dude, you've got you've got a hidden door. It looks like a it looks like a speakeasy when you're walking down the hallway now. Yep. You got a whole new bar top. Yep. You got lights hung. Yep. Uh, the one thing I am disappointed in, you got rid of the comfy couch. I did. Yeah. I had to. It took up so much freaking room, but now look at it. I'm building a pub table. I, I know. So that'll I be know, nice. man. But that was the world's most comfortable couch. It's in the garage. Don't worry. I didn't sell it. Okay. I'll take it from you. Because it is. It's pretty awesome. I'll take it home. That's fine. Uh, so uh, we have a really great guest. Derek, you reached out to him yep. and couldn't believe that he was like, yep, I'll be on the show. Yeah. You want to give a quick intro? Yeah, man. So he is, his name's Julio. He does Las Vegas beer snobs, which for one, I love the name already. Yes. It's awesome, dude. Yes. Um, we pretend to be beer snobs, but we're yeah. not that cool. We're not that cool. Yeah. So he's got a killer following. People love watching his videos, watching him taste beers and give his review. And uh, I knew we had to have this guy on yeah. because we try and do that and we suck at it. So yeah. we need to learn from someone that's really good. 100%. Yeah. So I think we should just let it roll. And uh, and let uh, and then get back to Julio because I want to hear what he has to say. Perfect. Hi, my name is Stu Hawk, and this is my podcast about all the weird, crazy, spooky things that scare me and my guests, and the one thing that helps us forget all about them, ladies and gentlemen. Beer freaks. And we're back. We're back. Julio, Las Vegas Beer Snobs. Welcome, man. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for the invite. Of course I would come. Of course I would come. <laughs> Definitely. Well, you're, I, you're, I go where I'm invited. You're, nice. you're like a local celebrity, though, man. I mean, oh, I don't know about that. You, you've got some stories that, that we need to hear. Uh, you've already told us a few, but tell us a little bit about your your... Instagram, tell us a little bit about what you're doing, because uh, because this audience, if they're not following you, they need to. Yeah. Well, hello everybody. Well, Las Vegas Beer Snob. Well, it's about the Las Vegas beer community. I'm I'm basically here to support the Las Vegas beer community. It started off as, you know, I saw some, you know, it wasn't doing that great during during COVID, you know, so Fact. Yep. you couldn't go to the breweries, you couldn't check out the beers. So I thought, hey, what can I do? Because I love beer and i love las vegas beer i love las vegas just in general yeah so i wanted to see what i could do to support and obviously i want to you know unwind and stress you know you know let some stress out and i love beer so i started my beer page and it just kind of took off you know it did way better than i thought it would uh, i mean obviously i'm here talking to you guys got me here yeah but uh yeah it's all about supporting las vegas beer and the beer experience in las vegas you know it's not as great as people might think of other beer cities you know yeah. it's not we're not huge on the map and yeah i don't know what i can do about it but i'm gonna try to figure it out you know what i'm saying and las vegas is about the experience and i'm about the beer experience you know so wanted to come out with my glassware yes wanted to come Love out with, yes. with with some clothing you know i have 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 some merch out there you know and it's all about las vegas beer bring it you know? bring it in the vegas beer and i yeah. love i love what you're saying because you're absolutely right like I come from San Diego. I know you lived in San Diego for yeah, a little while. Yeah, definitely. Huge beer scene. When you talk about Vegas beer outside of Vegas, 
people are kind of like, oh, you know, you guys have breweries. What do you like? I thought it was just one hundred percent, right? Exactly. They don't. They really don't know that we have breweries out there. Right. They don't know that we there's different you know areas that have breweries. You know, mm-hmm. they don't know about Henderson. They don't know about Water Street. Yep. You know, Main Street. And they they really Damn. don't at all. You know, uh, you say arts district. And they're like, what's that? Yeah, yeah. Like, and uh, so. Now that you know, I'm out there. I try to get out there as much as possible. Put it as much, put it on the page as much as possible, so as many people that I know can see it. You know, I have a lot of a lot of friends, good following in LA, uh, some Texas. You know, mm. a lot of support all over. It's it's surprising, like all over the the country, people are you know reaching out, and it's really cool. You know, yes. So hopefully, I am helping. You know, getting the name out. You know, getting all these breweries names out that I'm trying to visit and trying to talk about their openings, you know, talk about their releases and, and what have you, you know, and yeah. my reviews, hopefully they're reaching, you know, other people and making them want to, you know, grab our beer. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not distributed nationwide. Right. 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 Yeah. So, you know, why can't it be? Why? Why not? Why not? Well, exactly. And you know what? And your content, though, clearly is because you told us a story before we started rolling about a group of people from LA that came out and they saw you at Cerveza, right? So like, tell us a little bit about well, that. Well, it's, it's surprisingly happened a few times and it's like, they're, you know, they, they come out to Vegas and, and they know, there's a couple of things that they know about the Vegas beer scene. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's things that you're, they're recognizable. Beer Zombies. They know Beer sure. Zombies. Heck yeah. yeah. Beer Zombies has a big map. They know, uh, people across the nation know. People know, who know, they know. They know. Beer they see the zombie, and they, you know. And if you mm-hmm. don't know, now you know. Yeah. Yep. It, seriously. If you don't know, <laughs> no. You know. I mean, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's in national chains. It's you, it's in Whole Foods. Yep. It's in you know what you know. It's several. It's in uh Total Wine. You know, oh it's yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So and the can art's now. incredible. Lo- oh, oh yeah. it's always yeah. it always has been. And he started as an artist, right, or something, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm, see, yeah. brilliant. Really. And Dude. it's good beer, obviously. Oh, yeah, but, the, right. but the can arts, when it, it, that's what's going to get people who don't know. You know, yeah. yeah. See, Derek's I got so he's got collaborations yeah. with everyone across the country, and yep. you know what I'm saying. So he's yep. getting he's getting the, the name out there. He's getting his name out there. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So really? I had I had a, a a couple come in and they're like, "Hey, we just saw Chris from Beer Zombies, and we wanted to come out and see you." Yeah. And it's like <laughs> that's awesome. Like we came to see Chris, and we can we want to see you too. And it's like, well, that's I mean, so that's you know, that's it, that's not local celebrity, man. That's regional uh, celebrity. Yeah. Now. yeah, but I mean, I just thought that was kind of myself. I thought that was cool. I thought that was that was big. That somebody that's you know, pretty like, sweet, hey, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, but it's happened more than more often than than you know than I would have ever imagined. You know, there's people that are coming out here and they're enjoying the beer scene, and they're taking my suggestions. I get I have direct messages from place people all over the country asking me. What breweries? How can I do this? Mm. Which route? How do? How is the fast? What's the best way that I can see three breweries in one in you know three hour time slot? Yeah, and I have that thing yeah. mapped out. You know why? Yeah, because I did every single brewery in one day Dude, on my every, birthday. Wait, wait, we gotta wait, wait. do that. Every we Vegas gotta brewery. do that. Every, every Vegas, Vegas brewery in one day. Every Vegas brewery in one day. I drank challenge. a pint at every single one. I challenge it. accepted. Las Vegas Beer Snob Challenge. Did it on my birthday last year. Um, That's it was an, awesome. It was amazing. I think I blacked out halfway through the day. <laughs> Luckily, my my amazing wife, who's very supportive, I've told you already, yep, yep. Uh, was there to corral me and fucking keep me going. That's- she kept me going the entire way. I lost my wallet. I lost my <laughs> I lost my wallet. Chris Chris uh, actually 
messaged me. He's like, dude, you forgot your wallet. So I made, we had to run back to taking Arizona. care of you, man. That's yeah, awesome. Had dude. my back from back then. But that's originally how I wanted to kick off my page. That was the big kickoff to the Las Vegas Beer Snob page to support the Las Vegas Beer Community. At that time, it was it's awesome. It was really, it was really hard, you know, for everybody. They were jumping through hoops, trying to get us oh, through yeah. the doors, and um, curbside pickup. So yeah, many man. things. Oh, so so many things. Badass, so. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So many things, they, and that's that's why. So like that's that's why I wanted to jump in and try to help out. And I don't know anything about beer distribution or anything sure. at that time. You know what I'm saying? But I yeah. want to. I'm I'm just I want to help. Yeah. I want to fucking help. Yep. And what do I know? I know a little bit of social media. So I'm gonna try yeah. to help out. Yeah. Get out there to all these breweries. And I made it to uh, Big Dogs on the first hour of the first day that they opened back up. Damn. I was the first pour at Beer Zombies when they opened back up. Damn. Wow. I made it to all these places the first I try to make it the first day in the first hour. I was there the first hour of Huddle. Shows. I was there the first hour in Nevada Brewericks. I was there the first hour of Abel Baker, which is some time ago, but still. Yeah, yeah. So I've made it a point to actually try to visit all these places in the first hour of business when it matters. Yes. Yeah. And to be there and be supportive, drink my pint and post it so everybody sees this is what I'm enjoying and why I'm enjoying it. I love know? it, dude. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, we need to know a little bit more about you. You know, we talked about beer snobs, but now what about Julio? Yeah, man. Yeah, well... Been in Vegas for quite some time now, actually. Uh, originally, I moved here because my wife got accepted to graduate school here at Toro University. And Fantastic. she's an occupational therapist. Oh, nice. Uh, but I also always wanted to live in Las Vegas. I was really? A, a, you wanted to live in Las as Vegas? As a nine-year-old, I wanted to live in Las Vegas. What? I came nine. here as a nine-year-old. What happened at nine that you're circus, like Circus, circus, or like <laughs> Well, no, not, I've yeah. always been a gambler. Oh, always. Okay. My dad, I... My dad was a gambler and I was a gambler too. When I was at eight, when I was 18, I, I was in the casinos in San Diego because you're allowed to oh, go. Oh, right. On the Indian reservation. And yeah. And I was like, I can't wait to eventually move to Vegas. And my wife got accepted here. And I was like, perfect. I mean, that was already doing MMA. I was like, this is the mecca of the sport. I had just read an article. I said, uh, Randy Couture and Sean Tompkins are, are teaming up. Yeah. And this is a long time ago. So you have the best stand up coach in the world at the time. And the best wrestler in the world, in 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 the UFC. And I was like, I got to train with these guys. Mm. Like, what do I have to do to train with these guys? So went around, asked a couple friends, actually moved around. And uh, my friend got me in uh, Big Bear training with uh, the team punishment camp with uh, Tito Ortiz. In Big Bear? Yeah. Oh, oh really? So we like did high elevation training? High elevation yeah. training. I puked. Oh, nice. I puked. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it, was, uh, it was rough. But uh, as soon as we came back down, you know, the coaches were like, oh, you were up there? Oh, cool. Then you have the pass. You can come in. Uh, and I go into the pro training. There's 24 people in there. 20 people are in the UFC at the time. I'm one of the four that's yeah. So not only is it intimidating, but you're looking around and you're Randy Couture, your champion. Randy Silva, champion contender. Uh, Forrest Griffin, oh, ultimate geez. fighter winner. Holy crap. Uh, you're looking at murderer's role of the UFC. Yeah. And in my weight class, my weight class didn't exist at the time. Well, I was a 45 and Mm. not in the ufc but uh 155 was the best you know there's a lot of 155ers in at, at the gym at the time and uh you had four of the top 10 guys in the ufc so i was getting taken a beating every day oh. yeah let's take it by bigger guys that were in the ufc <laughs> but it was like fuck this is the proving ground you know what i'm saying there is mm. nowhere else to go that i'm gonna get tougher competition so i was taking it every yeah. day yeah and like eventually i was part of the fucking team man that's and i fucking dope. i made it that's i made crazy. it on the fucking team 
And it was like a big sense of pride, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Big, big sense of pride. Yeah. And, and that, and no better way to improve yourself than to just throw yourself in with the sharks. Right. I oh, mean, I, I immersed myself completely. And I remember, I remember that uh, there was about a week period where they were like, you know, let this guy do his thing. He's going to, you know, new guy fucking. But after one week, I got the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> like, uh, crying in the shower. Like, oh, oh what am I God. doing? Ooh. I need to reassess my life. But then, you know, that was a Friday. Came back in the, on that following Monday. And the guy looked at me. He's a bigger guy in the UFC. Yeah. He's like, you're back. And he totally respected me from that point wow. on. He's like, not only am I bigger than you and I beat the shit out of you, but you're still here. And you're gonna train with me? All right, I respect you. That's so awesome, like, I dude. gained a lot of respect off of that. You know, taking a nice beating by a big guy team <laughs> yeah. captain. You know. But hey, you know what? I got a killer beer, and then oh, we're gonna get in. Yes, to Julio's fear. Let's do it. I I, I think thirsty. Julio's a little loose now. I think I think yeah. he's, you know we can ta- start talking a little. Let's do it. A little man. freaky. Well, All that right. sounded All really right. weird saying that. Well, my, well um, easy, buddy. <laughs> easy. <laughs> but all right, I got a piss too, though. So okay, fair enough. Guys, have you ever had like the best pee ever? Like sometimes you're just standing there and you need to like put an arm up and like put your head to the wall because it's just, it's for one, it's that good. And two, it's that long that you're just getting tired of standing. Is this an ad for a urinal? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I was in there. (laughs) Yes. I need to like just like paste a pillow like above. This show is sponsored by Kohler and Kohler products. (laughs) (laughs) By the new Tushy Urinal. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, okay, cool. So, are you guys ready to have some beer? Let's go. I've been waiting. I'm dude. always ready right. to have I've been some waiting. beer. So, you I got, got, a, you got a special one, man. I got, I got a special one. And normally, we we kind of pick a beer to the fear. Yeah. But today, for one, I think Coolio wanted to surprise us a little bit on the deal, and he didn't give me the fear right away until he got here. Yeah. So, which is okay because yeah. I picked this beer. Based on one of like one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite movies back in the day, Harry and the Hendersons. We all remember mm. that, I think. Mm. Of course, um, fantastic movie. Yeah. So this cinematic is, masterpiece. Yes. I think it won an Oscar, didn't it? It should have. <laughs> it should have if it didn't. Uh, it's called Harry and the Sendersons. Oh, Harry and Sendersons. Okay. Full send. send. Yep. But you know what? I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about this beer because we got someone here that just kills it on the reviews. Hence the reason we brought Ooh. him here. Oh. We're so gonna put him, putting gonna me put on, him the spot, on the spot. Huh? Put him putting on me on the spot. spot. All right. Oof. So Julio, we're gonna crack these beers right. and you're gonna give us a nice review of this sucker. Okay. Sounds all right. sounds good. I've and, done and, this before. And while we all prepare, I'll, I'll just read a little bit off the back so we can mentally prepare. So Harry and the Sendersons is a triple dry hopped. Hazy triple IPA with mm. Citra, Mosaic, and Galaxy hops. I know those guys. <laughs> <laughs> and the 11.5 alcohol by volume. Oh, that's it? Plus Ooh. 10% club. Let's go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is a full pint. This is a 16 ouncer. Uh, and it is brewed by Mason Ale Works. Hey, thank God we got a 16 ounce glass, guys. Let's Courtesy go. of our, of our, I think it's an 18 ounce glass, isn't it? It's 19. Oh, 19. There's extra 19, space. 19. There's extra space. Look at that. All right. That's a beautiful color. Well, we'll cool. I'll let Julio rock this. But yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, that's good. All about the sound of that. Popping All that. All about the sound. All right. 
and again, all about the sound. So I'm gonna pour this. I'm sure you can. That's what oh, my pee sounded like earlier. Easy, Derek. Uh, don't ruin this. <laughs> <Have a rota. laughs> Terrible. It, it is very nice. Though. This show is brought to you by sound. Kohler and disgusting things. <laughs> <laughs> pour is actually beautiful. You can smell it right as soon as you pour it. Perfect head. Man. Color, extremely hazy. Oh, you yeah. cannot see through that glass. I love that, though. It looks like orange juice. Yeah, yeah. it really does. Well, It looks like a mimosa, right? Oh, like yeah, after yeah, you pour the right. orange yeah. juice in the champagne. Smell off of it. Little light, slightly dank, but very little. Yeah, it's not It's not as not hoppy as, as no. I thought it would be. Let's get a little taste. All right, let's do it. Cheers, guys. Oh, sure. Cheers, oh, boys. Do it up. Whoa. All right. Whoa. 11.5, but mm. tastes like that, a 6.5. It literally it tastes taste so strong. soft. Does not taste. Does not taste you at 11.5, you expect a little booziness, but makes you it do dangerous. not. Wow. Yes. That is a dangerous beer right there, boys. Seriously. And, and here's the thing. I'm normally not an IPA guy. I mean, hazies I can do now after that hazy we had. Right. Yeah. Um, but this is crazy. This is not to me like it's. I can smell the hops, but tasting it, I, I barely taste it. At least to me, I barely taste it. It does not taste like eleven point no. some percent. I mean, it's, it leaves Jesus. a residue in my mouth. I don't know if you guys are getting that. Yeah, so that, I think little, that's, it's hanging around. Little light oh. though, not not too heavy. Uh, it's not extremely bitter. I don't know what the IBUs are. Definitely on this guy. not. Definitely not. But. Yeah, for 11.5%, extremely pleasant, uh, extremely smooth, not too bitter, nice, no, not no, not no. boozy at all, not no. boozy at all. So once you get over 10%, you're like, oh. Right, right. Sometimes. But I, this that's one, what I was expecting. This guy? Nice. But nice. you know what? Mason Ale Works, we've had Mason on the show a couple of times. Yeah, I uh, love those guys. It's it's a San Diego brewery. Again, you know, yeah. which you can't go wrong with a San Diego brewery. San Diego, uh, let's go. I got to tell you. So uh, well done, Mason. Um, I, I I am not disappointed. I'm only a little worried, actually, that I'm just going to power through this and 11.5 is going to hit me straight to the dome. Oh, it's um, definitely going to hit you. Th- yeah. This is going to go down very, very fast. Very. I'm <laughs> very almost smooth. done with mine. What about you guys? Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's going down smooth. I love this, though. I'm like, I'm so pleasantly. Thank you, Harry and the Sanderson's. Derek, you chose a good beer. You, I know I did. Today, you chose wisely. <laughs> Thank mm. you. Julio, our, our our specialist here in the review field, what do you think? I like it. I like okay. it. I would definitely uh, send Harry and the Sanderson's. Full send? Full send. Full, Full fucking send. Beautiful. Yeah. Delicious. Good. Nice hazy. Love my hazies. Mm. Smooth. Not as much bite as you would think. Yeah. Uh, not boozy at all for 11.5 or mm. what is it? 11.6? 11.5, yeah. Well, it is boozy, but it doesn't taste boozy. Yes. That's the yeah. danger. Yes. Yes. That's the fear. You, you are correct. You have two of these bad boys. You essentially just had four beers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, wait. But it's also well, no, 16 no, ounces. But you're 16 ounces. Yeah, you're so not thinking that 12 ounces. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. You might have had like five or six beers. Yeah. At that I forgot point. about that. Yeah. I don't even take that into consideration. <laughs> no. <laughs> like you, if, you, if you gave me a 10-foot tall well. beer, I'd be like, oh, I had one beer. Your beer math is You know what I mean? Always. You got to bring in all the. That's like my Corbell glass right there. You know, the, oh, if yeah, I have one, one of those, of that's one glass of wine. And there you go. So, as my dad always says, you have you have two drinks when you go out. Your first and your last. Mm. There you <laughs> have two of these. It'll yes. be your first and your last. That is it. <laughs> well done. Yes. All right, Julio. Well, now you got you got some beer in you. Yeah. You got it. You got a good one. 
And it's going to give you a little, I feel like, you know, a little kind of, you know, nudge in the a splash, a little splash in the, in the fear pants. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> don't cut that i need you to leave that in because you need you need to have ownership of that statement that's our new (laughs) t-shirt a little splash in the the beer pants oh wait was it beer pants or fear pants pants, pants. a little splash in the fear pants all right julio so we gotta get in the other part of this podcast Stu, as you know tell him oh well we've got the beer now it's time for the fear yeah so beer freaks is all about what scares us and we've had it ranged from the silly, like ghosts and, n- well, nuclear warfare actually is looking more and more likely these days. <laughs> but, uh, um, so, Julio, we ask you, what is your greatest fear? Well, mine's a little intense, guys. Uh, I have a little PTSD from my time in the military. That's and that- uh, I was in the Navy, so I was on a ship. I didn't see any combat action, mm-hmm. but still, one one day I was actually doused in fucking uh jet fuel whoa Jesus. and i was standing 60 feet away from uh the smoke pit where everybody was smoking so whoa uh yeah i have a fear of being of drowning i have a constant dream of drowning and actually being lit on fire so oh. that's a it's an actual fear Good that i have Lord, yeah man i know it's intense but uh yeah the reason i want to share this is because even when you're in the, when you're in the military, even when you have an easy job, it's still rough. Mm-hmm. Your life is still in danger. And mine was, obviously, you know, not just this time. There was other times as well, you know. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's a little, little, little deep. But, yeah, this is a real fear that I actually have. I, I have a reoccurring dream of drowning and being lit on fire. Wow. So, dude, that's- I, I think it's important that, like, everyone knows what PTSD is is fundamentally at this point i mean we hear a lot about it in the news and a lot of people are returning from the iraq war and and you know all these different things um but i don't think people understand like what it actually entails and like how it affects you so like no that's it that's the reason that i'm actually sharing it because it's not something that i have comfort talking about you know obviously you hear that you hear the knot in my throat because yeah it's a real fucking thing like you i mean there's a there's a constant fear and it's like you don't know what you're actually scared of because when are you gonna fucking drown and mm. be lit on fire it's not gonna happen but right. there's there's just dangerous scenarios in real life that actually affect me more than probably they they would the regular person you know because i've been you know part of you know situations like this you know so they make me look at things in a different eye yeah. you know yeah. i see the real danger and the after effects of what could have happened or what can happen even yeah. prior to, you know, so it's like, it's constantly, my brain's constantly going, you know? So, so you're consistently affected by it from pretty much anything that you're doing. Are there any specific triggers that really make it, you know, worse? Well, I have kids. Yeah. So I, my biggest fear is like anything happens to them mm-hmm. for sure. But, uh, I probably think overthink things, you know? Mm. And it, it, I know it's from it because I, sometimes I like, and it, it's not even introduced as, as like, uh, sometimes it doesn't come out as like, I'm scared. Right. It comes out as anger, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. fucked up, yeah. you know? And, um, yeah. So I, I, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's not, yeah. it's not easy. You know, you don't want to be angry at your kids for, you know, maybe your kid fell, 
you know, I don't know what what have you, but maybe, but it makes me think like, oh, that's my mistake. I, uh, I did this, I did that, I could have done this, or I should have done that, you know, mm, wow. overanalyzing every situation. And, you know, and maybe that's kind of what got me into MMA because I was overanalyzing every situation. And I actually maybe wanted to get in a little, little danger, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit more control yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, sometimes, yeah, but sometimes no. Sometimes I wanted to take, you know, like, Sometimes you want to get beat up. It's fucking weird, but like, like you almost want to feel that pain. Yeah, right. Okay. It's weird, but yeah, I th- I think so. Like it's 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 way more intense than you know. I don't know. It's it's just, it's 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 hard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like looking back at what is it now? 13, 14 years since I've been out of the military, and it's like yeah. I'm still thinking about this, you know, and it's really coming to light now because I've been digging, I've been pushing it down for so long. You know mm. what I'm saying? And I was for a long time, I was really antisocial. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I wanted to just train, fight, not talk to anybody, do my own thing, and be. I, I consider myself a lone wolf because I was by myself. I didn't have, mm. I didn't have like, you know, I didn't have a team or I didn't have, you know. Yeah. So so it was rough you know and i was in the navy i had i got out you know and that was my team and then i was like searching for another team and that's what mma came in and it was awesome you know but um so let me ask this when so when you were still in the navy obviously after the the jet fuel incident did you have like ptsd after that while you were still on the ship oh yeah fuck yeah right away it's, it was instant. Immediate. It was instant because um, the whatever scenario it might be, it's not. That's not even the only time that I, w- I had my life in danger. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that I mean, that's the one that comes up in reoccurring dreams. Sure, but there was there was an explosion that w- that was standing a couple feet away from. There was um, there was we were one time out. We were in Djibouti doing a humanitarian mission. My my bus was surrounded by. How it could have been, I don't know, so terrorists, you know, like, yeah. and they were just ripping, they were shaking the bus trying to break the windows. And Jesus. we had, we were unarmed. All of us went unarmed because we were on a humanitarian mission, you know what I'm saying? So we were there, but there's like, I mean, even when you're not in danger in the military, man, you're still in danger, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I mean, my nephew's in, in the military. So, you know, I think about him all the time, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, he works on jets, even not being part of the military actual like combat like it's still it's still rough man it's not it's not what it's all cracked up to be you know it's not you know what you think it's going to be when you're signing on the dotted line you know you're it's rough it's not the uh movie that you see in theaters. i mean for some people it might be you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah definitely i signed up because of top gun thought no. that was yeah. cool yeah. shit yeah thought it was yeah. cool shit you know what yeah. i'm saying and then i saw was it pearl harbor where they were like they're like boxing oh. on the flight deck i was like oh, i want to box on a flight deck. Yeah. I'll, I'll pox anybody on a flight yeah. that sounds awesome like <laughs> so you watch all these hollywood stories and it's super fucking cool and yeah. it, it it's a a lot of them you know there's military weight behind some of these films you know mm-hmm. yeah and, and uh you know you, you see it's like it's like a recruitment film you know sure but it's that's not what it's cracked up to be and i'm not saying i don't want to push anybody away from it because right. i could have ended up a lot worse mm-hmm. than i am now yeah maybe if i stayed in or maybe if I would have never joined the military, you know, sure. who knows? Maybe, you know, I, I really think it did help me out. But there's issues that I am dealing with now. You what, know what I'm saying? What made you get into the military? Well, I grew up in a rough part of L.A., okay. you know, and there wasn't much to do. 
my parents didn't really have money for me to go to college. Mm-hmm. I remember when I went to go sign up for my college class, my, my mom was like, how are you going to pay for it? And it was a real, it was a realization, you know, like, yeah. oh shit, how am I going to pay for it? Yeah. They're not paying for it, obviously, if they're asking, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. And at that day, that day, I actually called the, the, the Marine recruiter and weirdly, weird one day I made an appointment that Saturday, the, the Navy guy showed up and like, what the fuck? Whoa. Like, showed up at your house? Showed up at my house. Oh, wow. My mom was like, the recruiter's outside. I was like, mm. who are you? What are you doing here? Talked to him for a while. Mm. All right. Sat in. Let it sit in. Talked to the marine recruiter for a while. Let that sit in. Wasn't as, as much as I wanted, you know? Yeah. Navy yeah. sounded cool. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, man. So for PTSD, and, and again, this is me, because I'm much like I think a lot of America. I don't know a whole lot about what, what it mm-hmm. what it entails does it dissipate over the years it does but like uh there's certain triggers you know obviously yeah. to everyone has their own trigger you know mm-hmm. mine is mine's a little bit more difficult to reach now that i have kids i, I worry about my kids more than yeah. anything else yeah i don't think i'm gonna be doused in jet fuel and fucking lit on fire sure you know that doesn't come across but i know there's other people and i have my old roommate he was he was in Fallujah, and he would see people trying to just you know attack him, and Jesus. it's like at the at the stoplights, you know, and it's so like he, it, he would he would be at a stoplight. He would be at a stoplight. He would turn over, and he would see, you know, he would see people trying to fuck trying to attack him. So it's it's rough on so many different levels. So for for a long time, when the VA would ask me, you know, do you have PTSD? I would say no. Because yeah. my, well, my, well, my vision of PTSD was you're in Fallujah and somebody's trying to kill you and, you know, you have. So I didn't think of it as, you know, the way that I see it now. You know, I've gotten now that I'm separated from the military for some time. I see yeah. there's different levels of everything. You know what I'm sure. saying? And it's about the, the situation and how it's affecting you. You know, do you, do you think that's a big problem? with with 100% now. that's that's the only reason that I'm talking about it yeah seriously because this is not something that's easy to talk about this is mm. not something that I go around telling people yeah at all and probably the first time that I vocalized it in public I'm not I'm not I've not been an advocate I've been wanting to be an advocate for PTSD or you know and, and different ways to handle it you know but I don't think I was ever ready for it, you know. Yeah. But now that I I found a little bit of happiness and I'm, you know, I'm in a different spot in my life. I I think I can handle it a di- little bit differently. And now that I have like a small platform, yeah, you know, yeah. maybe there's military guys that see me and yeah. they say, you know what, he if he could get through it, you know, it's taking him a long fucking time. Yeah. But if he can get through it, maybe I can too. Dude, yeah. I I gotta tell you, what you I mean, what you just talked about made me emotional because. I can tell it's something that affects you. And again, even more than obviously the beer, which is awesome. But like, this is something that you also feel passionate about. It is. It is. I, I definitely, I mean, like I said, it had a, such a big effect. The military had a big effect on my life and changing my life in the positive, but also there's also negative things that came along with yeah. it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing that now. And, you know, there's obviously the, the reason that I'm saying is because there's other people that are affected more, you know, more severely than I am, yeah. you know? And I want them to get help as well, you know. Yeah. And it's okay, it's okay to vocalize this shit because yeah. everybody always thinks, "Oh, oh, you're not tough if you cry, or you're mm. not tough yeah. if you vocalize your feelings," you know. Yeah. Well, I'm fucking tough, and if you're not, if you're gonna fucking doubt me, 
I'll yeah. fucking prove to you that I'm it's tough. It's tougher to cry than to not cry. It and, is. and just for the people at home who can't see him, I would not fuck with Julio. <laughs> no, no, I, I wouldn't either. You know, if he cries, I am not going to make fun of him. Also, because I might cry myself. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Cause, I mean, but this is like a serious issue and I'm super. No, glad, it's like, deep. You know, yeah. I, I, I think it's, it's really like it's strong of you to bring this up. And I think you talk about it very eloquently. Yeah. Well, I want to bring it to the forefront. Like, yeah, uh, beer snob is cool. Like, yeah. yeah, that's 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 what's gotten me on. That's what's given me a small platform. Honestly, yes. Super small. But I spend a ton, a lot of time in the military, and and you can see from the logo, the, the the logo itself is actually very thought out from my military time. That same shield is the shield from my ship. Yep. It's got oh, it's wow. got the sword. You know. We'll, we'll post on this just, on, just, on our just social like my, media, just yeah. like the shield for my ship. It's 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 exactly just like my re reenlistment plaque, yeah. and it, it, there's there's just so many military connotations to that, you know. Yeah. The 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 two uh, the two uh, the wheat. It's like my my kids, you know. Yeah. I got two. I got two kids. It's all about just my lifestyle. The five stars. It's what everybody's been doing in Las Vegas, you know. The five star service that they everybody's been jumping through hoops. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like trying to get us in into their breweries trying to get us to drink their beer you know what i'm saying it's been so hard to actually you know this this time for our breweries has been very hard you know and not only that they've been working on trying to get themselves on our on our you know the big nationwide platform you know mm -hmm. hell yeah yeah so i just want to help support them you know and whatever i could do to help support like i said like i told you guys earlier i'm big on supporting veterans and people in mm -hmm. the military yeah and that's exactly what beer snob is about supporting veterans in the military and supporting las vegas and the las vegas beer industry and yeah. you, you know what would be cool to do like to get with frick to get with brian or whoever and yeah. do some kind of like cool like beer kind of whole festival like but just geared towards sure. veterans like a whole veterans kind of like celebration with all the breweries and uh, that, that would be, be awesome. badass and you know you know tight. i love Dude, it man let's let's connect Let's yeah. connect him with Brian. We should. Brian is also, he's a West Point grad. Yep. So he's got ties to the military. Okay. And what if it was a whole military thing? Like just for military. I like that. I, that's and what I thought you were saying. So you one of my designs, you know, of my designs is, yeah. is all military. It's green and yeah. black. You can barely see the letters, but the thing is, it's, you know, it's camo. It's about, you yeah. know, supporting military. And like every once in a while when I, when I see somebody, you know, a veteran, I try to give them out, you know, yeah, it's awesome, just give yeah. them to them. You that's know? awesome. Man. Cause they're just paint. So the whole thing, Las Vegas beer snob, like the merch that I'm selling, it's all going back into the crab beer industry. Yeah. I'm not fucking doing anything with the money other than buying beers yeah. Hell yeah. and supporting local beer industry. You know, I go to Abel Baker, buy, buy a flight, you know, the beers, that the shirts that I'm selling, they buy my flight. That's, that's awesome. literally it. It's it, everything that goes into Las. Every purchase that's Las Vegas beer snob purchase goes right back that is into a cycle. local that's that's awesome. craft beer industry. That's one hundred percent. And I I go out and I try to give these glasses to all the brewers. Any brewers out there that want a glass, I would love to give you a glass. Any breweries that want a glass, I would love to trade with you. I've traded with several people out yep. there. Chris from Beer Zombies traded with him. I've traded with the guys from Mojave. I have mm -hmm. all their glassware at Bootleg Canyon. Yeah. I have his all of Jake's glassware. And you know, if you look at my bar, I have all Las Vegas glassware Dude, on, on the it. entire bar. You know, that is love badass. It. So if they want to get in touch with you, because you just shouted out the breweries. Mm -hmm. And and I and I think even the veteran community who's interested in in getting more in tap with the with the beer game, um, how should they get in touch with you? The Instagram page is Las Vegas Beer Snob. 
Las Vegas Beer Snob. Perfect. Um, you know, you can if you want to buy merch, Las Vegas Beer Snob. Big Cartel, but that's on the page. It's linked on the page. Everything is on. Everything that I do goes off of Instagram. I do a little bit of Facebook, yeah. not as much. Yeah, I'm very focused on Instagram. Yeah, uh, that's where I, I have my 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 you know big following. So I I try to focus on that. And I think that's the best outlet, man. Yeah. I mean, for honestly, me at the moment, everybody, well, you know, eventually it might be TikTok. Everybody's yeah, in TikTok. You know, TikTok but, is the number one downloaded app right now. If you if you look at the social media usage, yep, year TikTok, over year, yeah. it's insane, mm-hmm. insane the growth of TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's, it's unbelievable. in the amount of time, yeah, yeah. But, but dude, I love your story, Julio. Like, it, it's incredible. Man. This is this has probably been one of our deeper ones but like in a good way i in, mean in yeah. it's something that needs to be said like you like yeah you said. That, that's the reason that I, i'm i'm trying to say it seriously because mm-hmm. uh i there's got there's veteran i know there's a lot of veterans in las vegas and i don't even know they're veterans until we actually interact and we're i'm like oh shit i i didn't know because sometimes there's certain things that you don't want to bring up yeah and even you know being in the military is rough you yeah. know yeah well i i gotta say again Thank you so much for coming on our show. Thank you for your service. Yeah. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm glad you made it it. out to the other side. Yeah. I'm glad, you know, I'm the the PTSD, you you taught Derek and I a lot today. Mm -hmm. And hopefully you taught our listeners a thing or two because uh, it's something I think everyone needs to know a little bit more about. Um, So, you know what, man? Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. I'm going to take another (laughs) sip of this. And I also want to ask you, is there anything else that you want to say? Um about about your Instagram page, about your military service. You've already told us so much today, man. It's been incredible. No, but, uh, but, but I mean, honestly, I just want to thank everybody that's following me, everybody that interacts, all the likes, all the double taps, everybody that comments, everybody that says you have good content. That's it. That's the stuff that keeps me going because I've actually really wanted to quit for sev- several yeah. times because I, I, I realized, hey, people are actually watching this shit. Yeah. And, and I didn't know that until a couple months ago. Like I was just kind of doing it for myself as a little yeah. bit of stress relief. Yeah. But now I'm realizing I'm meeting these people at out at Teresa. You know, they come and visit me. They come say hi. They you know they want to take pictures, what have you, buy yeah. buy a t shirt and stuff. And I want to say thank you to all those people because without that, I wouldn't be here talking to you guys. Yeah. You know, I would probably wouldn't have my job there. You know, there there's so many things. You know what I'm saying. And it, like I said, they're in turn paying, they're helping out the Las Vegas craft beer industry, but my, buying my merch, it's helping me trying to help promote them, you know, and get my, get my name as well as their, you know, the Las Vegas beer community name out there as well, you know? So, yep. Yep. Um, but again, Julio, thank you so much for coming on, man. This has been incredible. And by the way, you're always welcome back yep. because, uh, man, I learned a lot today mm-hmm. and, uh, and we had a blast. Thank, no, thanks for having me. I appreciate you guys. Thank you, Derek. We're, we're wrapping another thinking, episode. Yeah, man. I'm just thinking about all the all the stuff, and, and I'm just thinking about like, I mean, honestly, you know, you think about you know what you've gone through and what other people have gone through, and you know, even even if they weren't military in a way, like you never know what someone's going through, right? Yeah. And so, like, they could be. Maybe you run into somebody at the grocery store or wherever, and they're kind of being a dick. Mm. Like, don't don't take it as like, oh, that's an asshole right there. Like, Ooh. who knows what the day gave him? Who knows what his life has given him? Who knows like what happened yeah. to this guy? Like, maybe he's just having a bad day. Yeah. Like, so we got we got to remember that, especially in the times like we have now. 
yeah. we got to remember, like, we don't know their stories, especially if it's someone we just freaking ran into at the store. Yeah. You know, like we need to, you know, be, what is it? Like, what's the saying? We need to be, you know, all, we're all together. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends, yeah, yeah, man? Yeah. No, we you we know, all need to be what, in it together. What a good message, man. I mean, truly, like, everyone's different. Everybody's different. Yep. And yet so we're all years. still, and everyone's still so connected. And we're still connected. Yeah. And everyone's still, we can still walk away as friends and we're still yeah. happy and Guess what? We just we just cracked the beer together and we had a good time. Yep, one hundred percent. That's the best thing about beer: bringing exactly. people together. So let's awesome. cheers to that. Let's end there on the positive notes. Cheers. Just Vegas love each other. Boys. You know, that's right. That's right. So treat, treat your Vegas locals with love. Yep. All right, Stu. So, ladies and gentlemen, Julio, thanks for coming. Derek, thanks, thanks for oh. hosting as always. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be seeing you. <laughs>